Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Mercer Moffitt, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends like my friend, Dr. Andy. Now, we don't let people, we don't let friends feed kibble, do we, Dr. Andy? No, we do not. We do, we do our damnedest, don't we? we do every day. Every day. Every day. And you know what? I think it's becoming more and more clear that the FDA lies. They are liars. They're I liars. thought we knew that already. Well, some people don't because they keep doing this stuff. They're like, well, what's the best kibble? I'm like, oh. it's like, what's the best Oxycontin? I've been talking about this all week. Have you seen uh, Painkiller? The show Painkiller? No, I You've got to see it. You've got to see it. And the reason I say you've got to see it because I think it will so show you why the FDA how they approve things, right? Um, and why it's based speak- on money, not on health. Well, that's correct, Amundo. <laughs> oh, I thought everybody knew that. Uh, evidently not, Dr. Huh. Andy. Evidently huh. not. Or we would have a larger market share than the kibble companies, but they just keep a climbing. They keep a climbing. And uh, you know, so that's why we do this podcast because we're gonna keep preaching it. Keep talking about it. Let's keep talking. We're going to keep And we talking. know your listeners are already on board, right? Yeah, I hope so. So we need your listeners to start sending this out to even their friends. And don't let right. their friends eat kibble. Prostilicize. Right? Get out there and preach it. Right? And we're getting new t-shirts. So all you got to do is get a t-shirt pretty yes. soon. And it'll say, friends t-shirt. don't let friends feed kibble. And they'll be like, what? You know what? Exactly. I I um I I think that catchy titles sometimes are really cool and sometimes edgy titles are cool. And I don't know, this one might be a little too far on the on the on the gotcha side. My brother wanted us to get these shirts that said, Eat me raw. <laughs> too much? Too much for a Monday. Oh. <laughs> Eat me raw, raw dog food. Uh, you got to be the right person that wear it, right? Like, sounds like your brother would wear it. Sean, my husband would wear it. I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could. I, I, but you know, he, here's the other thing. You know that raw dog in it means something totally different. And and you're you and I's generation don't really know this, but the younger kids do. And this has to do with sex, right? Sex without a condom. Is what it means. Oh, and, yes, and and here's. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. See? Oh no, I didn't know it either for a while, and then at the so we're we're no, that's too much. <laughs> no, but here's what happened. So we we are sponsors, right, of the Evergreen Rodeo, and the announcer for the last two years it says the Raw Dog Company, and. Raw dog, raw dog, raw dog. And like the young people are laughing, right? They're uh, laughing. Rick goes up there and he says, listen, 
It's the raw dog food. food. You have to add that other word. Raw dog food. He was like, do you know what this means? <laughs> he probably didn't either. He didn't because he's older than me. Okay. And his context is he knows what you are. Right. When you use when the slang changes, somebody inform us old folks, would you? Oh, I know. Older folks. I'm not old. We're you know? experienced. We I yeah, I'm well worn. We're not old. Right. I'm well worn. Hey, I have a question for you. Um uh oh, here we go. All right. So the, the and I have this question because it happened to me. I got this little metal, little bitty metal thing in my foot. Right. And so mm-hmm. on the side of my foot, uh, it was just like a little sliver of metal. And then I was limping and because it hurt. And I mm-hmm. thought, if a dog is limping, how do we not know that there's not something in their pads? I mean, it's so small. I had to point it out to Rick so he could get it out. But dogs can't point it out. They're like. Well, no, they're not pointing it out, but they're going to be generally licking incessantly, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's usually your, that is them telling you. Um, Honestly, when there's limping, there's always pain, folks, even if they want to go on that walk. (laughs) People are like, oh, they only limp some of the time, so it must not be bothering them. No, it bothers them. Um, And then they always look at the paws first, right? So right. I think that is the one area that gets checked over really, really, really well. So okay. start wow. there. But yeah, you got to wait. Unfortunately, our pups can't. Well, some come up and hand it to you, but very few. <laughs> right. Unless they are incessantly licking. Like wait. one toe, like we talk about. Right. Right. One spot. Then there must there might be something right there. Will it fester up? Will it try to come out? Will yes. it, it? Yeah. It, okay. And yeah. if it, it does all it, the same thing it does with us too. Okay. And, and yeah. their paws, I mean, you know, we just got through, you know, the, the temperatures are coming down. I was still down in Denver mm-hmm. yesterday and it was still, you know, hovering on 98. Uh, the paws aren't like steel guys. Their paws still get burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Amanda's out in Moab and a, she sees a lot of dogs coming in because they've just annihilated their paws on that, number one, that rough sand, that rough yep. substance that's out there. And it's hot. It's hot. And I'm and like, they have a lot more cactus with little pokey things than we even do, especially in the city, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had the dog step on a cactus and get one of those that are, you know, practically clear and you're trying to get it out of their foot. I haven't had to go through that. We do have foxtails up here, though, folks, and I've played the foxtail game. That's no fun. Yeah, the little weeds that go in between the toes can go in the ears, can go in the eyes. Um, And then they they the way they're designed, they'll just travel through the body. They don't necessarily back out because of the way they're designed. So you got to keep an eye out on that, especially yeah. if you have a breed with web toes. Web toes. Yeah. yeah. Which your are your swimmers. swimmers. Yeah. Your poodles, your noofs. I don't know. Some other ones. I'm sure. Your um, certain. Isn't your that. Your swimmers. Yeah. Probably your Portuguese water dogs. Um, Labs. Yeah. Because those things love to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they can be dangerous. They can get all the way into the lungs. 
right? Yes. I think the, it can go from the, it, yes, the lungs are the big thing and it'll travel up the legs. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. So we got to watch out for that. So um, lots of stuff coming out uh, right now uh, in the world about resisting new mandates that are coming. But one thing I saw, this was very interesting, is that Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh, had a title on, on, on one of his articles that says, pet parents are starting to question the rabies vaccine after the COVID. Uh, vaccines and so i i think that's awesome that is awesome now now i will say you're going to be up against a tidal wave of of that's a conspiracy theory that's not true blah 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 but you know what here's the thing just like robert kennedy jr does he he asked the question all right i'm fine with you debating me just give me the information if there are vaccines including the rabies including any of the vaccines for the let's have the safety studies are those studies there that show that these are as safe as everything else and the answer is no so no we don't have the studies or no they're not safe or both both i mean how can you say they're safe when there's so much crap in them and there's no safety i wasn't but but are there (laughs) are there safety studies no, like there's got okay. There, no, I was like, there, there are no safety. St- there, are, let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. There are no blind placebo studies for any vaccine, not one. Zero zip nada. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they try to paint him in a light or us in a light or the people who question in a light that you're just an anti-vaxxer. Well, I'm kind of a anti-wanting uh, sphincter stuff in my body because there is no real test. Um, should I Do I need to apologize for that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to be healthy. <laughs> Lordy. No, I don't think you need to apologize. But yeah, and- we are. And we don't ask the question. Well, we try, but we get we we get shot down, shot down for even the questions. Like, how could you even question us? Because you're lying. (laughs) Because, yeah, where if you had all of this proof in these studies, okay, great, great. It still goes to informed consent, and we should be asking these questions and reading those anyway. So you have informed consent and you choose what's going to work for you and your animals instead of, oh, I must do this. Oh, a card came in the mail. My dog is overdue for X, Y, Z. Do you even need X, Y, Z? How old is your animal? How big is your animal? What is their exposure rate? It, you know, is that disease in your area? Like yada, yada, yada. How else is that disease treatable? Some of no, them that and, you get vaccines for, you can get antibiotics for. And, and and why would I bother with a vaccine if my animal gets it? It's treatable. There's that stuff too. Right. Which is why I say that I think every pet parent out there should watch the very short miniseries on painkiller. And the reason I say that is because it will open up your eyes as to how things get pushed through with one little sentence, maybe even just two words. Yeah. And I think that the concept is, oh, there's this, you know, huge nutritional um, 
consortium sitting somewhere looking after our pets. Are you, are you choking me, on that? Make me choke on my coffee. <laughs> I think it's so sweet that people think that these so big sweet. entities actually care about them. Is that like, bless your think, heart? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> like, you actually think they care? No, they care about their bottom line. And the sooner you get to that realization and you take control of um, your education for you and your pet and where you want to spend your money and how you want to live your life, that's when things start to change. These I big do companies say, do not have your best interest at heart. No, I don't. And and I do think, I do think that the raw food industry does help keep the veterinary industry alive. And here's what I mean by that. When there's a change in the color of poop, when there's something just a little bit off, if you're feeding raw, many pet parents run to the vet and get a fecal go ahead it's fine you could do that but is what that just tells me that there's still a lot of education that has to be done that says a sick dog looks like this 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 and this not this and that mm -hmm. let me ask you a question what color are your dog's okay. poops today that's great question today <laughs> this morning <laughs> this morning they were um the two bigs uh pooped on their on our walk and they were both a nice yellow and a little crumbly so probably need to up the, some of the organs okay cool were you feeding the poultry <laughs> have you been um, feeding poultry uh, no but wild wild boar so a lighter meat okay and duck neck so yeah okay all right yeah. Now, let me ask you this. If all of a sudden you fed a different blend, like pork, and, it, and, and the stools were really dark, what would that mm -hmm. say to you? Um, let's see what tomorrow <laughs> looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it would say nothing to me. It did just, nothing. 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 It would say nothing. Now, I, I think I mentioned a few shows ago that for one poop, Crosby had explosive diarrhea all over the middle of the street. He likes to poop in the street. Don't ask me why, folks. Um, and my same reaction was, huh, I guess we'll see what we get later. Right. And that was it. I'm like, yeah. and we didn't have another one of those. And it went back to, so who knows what he, who knows? The so the uh, we were down at uh, well I had given my dogs bones and um, the one that I gave Lozzie was huge and uh, she she ate a little too much bone the next day I'm picking up her poop and I like you know pick it up in the bag and then turn and I'm like trying to squish it and I'm like whoa that's pretty <laughs> much that's really hard you know but I just said sorry girlfriend we'll fix that you know yeah, and that's I, it. She was able to get it out. I'm sure it mm -hmm. uh, totally expressed her anal glands. Yeah. But, but I, but the next day, you know, I was just, I'm going to add some bison tripe. I don't know if you've tried the bison tripe, Andy. I, the chunks. Yes. I love that. I, I always too. get that when I see that one. I love it. Those are yeah. really great. I don't know if it, if it has as much of a smell. Some people say it does, it doesn't, but here's the thing. I don't think it does. It's chunked up so it's not finely mm -hmm. ground like our our long rolls and uh man you could just mix that in there and it's awesome so if you guys have not tried the bison tripe chunks brian just did uh, we're doing these videos in our warehouse 
And Brian's such a great spokesperson because number one, he he knows his stuff. He knows the food. And so um, I said, okay, Brian, let's do a video on the three types of tripe. You know, so we have the chunks, we have the ground, and then we have kind of the whole, um, the whole stomach where it's kind of rubbery and you got to, got to cut that one up. Yeah. I haven't played with that one. Yeah. That's, I, for- I do a lot of tripe, but ground or chunk. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of weird. That one's kind of weird. But anyway, you can get your tripe right here at Raw Dog Food and Company. All right. So, Dr. Andy, uh, you, you're, you're on your last email, you're talking about the PNSs. Yes, we did the CNS and then we did the PNS. And then I, I will back away from all the geeky stuff, folks. Don't worry. My so content you, gets a little heavy and then we go light. Then we get a little heavy and we go light. But peripheral so nervous is, system. Yeah, you're getting on my very last nerve. That's yes. What that's what the title should be. You're getting on my very last nerve. <laughs> PNS. Um, which, by the way, I told you the acronym for, uh, and then we'll move on to you. But the, but the, I, I, when we're asking questions, um, when we're asking questions of our vets, like, you know, can I see the test and blah, 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 blah. And if you get this bully and this pushback, you, I would ask your vet if they are P. S O A certified. P S O P S O A. O A, sorry. P S O A. Okay. And that is is. uh, pulling stuff out of your anal cavity. Uh Uh-huh. I I cleaned it up for this show. I actually said it the other way. Are you P S O A certified? Pulling stuff out of your anal cavity or you can say p-s-o-s which is that pulling stuff out of your sphincter because, okay okay mm-hmm. or we can do it that's you know. more it's more that's easier that's more your style though right there. yeah pu- yeah it's really pulling shit out of your ass but whatever <laughs> okay that's what it is but we're gonna clean it up for this show <laughs> but you know whatever mood you're in you've got these three different ways to say it right but but yeah, that's my question these days. Are you PSOS certified? And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, pulling stuff out of your sphincter. Now give me the real truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me the studies. Oh, I had a one quick story on literally that. I had a cute little Yorkie client. Anal gland issues, anal gland issues. It trips to Wheat Ridge for emergency. Anal gland issues. Working with the homeopath in the area. Anal gland issues. And it took... I don't know why I didn't ask this question sooner, but I finally, Wheat Ridge came up with, I wish I wrote down the diagnosis that they gave her for this because I literally looked at the woman and went, they made that up. (laughs) They put an itis after some word and I'm like, they are literally making poop up. Like this is, this is ridiculous. I straight out, I'm like, that's not a thing. Um, Turns out they were following the feeding guidelines on the bag and to get, they were feeding dehydrated raw. It was okay. dehydrated raw. Okay. Um, and to get as much food as the bag said she was supposed to eat, they were feeding her six times a day. What? They was, were she blown up, was she blown up like a oh, yes. basketball? Oh, and you don't yes. see that? Your dog can't cramp and you don't but see that's it. That's what the bag said. I'm like, well, I don't care what the bag um, I finally asked this question. I'm like, how much is she eating or how often? So how often she was eating was probably the bigger deal because the body would try and digest stuff 
but not get it done. And then they would shove more food on top. <laughs> and so she's got a lot of fermenting food in the digestive system is trying to keep up. And so the anal glands are part of the detox system of your dog. And so the body's shoving stuff into the anal glands going, I got, I got way too much stuff here. I don't even know what to do with it. I'm like, literally, uh, we were texting. This was years ago. I'm like, don't feed the dog tomorrow. Right? <laughs> that's what I, and they didn't. And those anal glands are fine. And every once in a while, she'll, she comes in for her regular appointments. I'm like, how are they doing? She's like, well, wait, I'm like, how, who's feeding her? And they're like, well, she spent a few days over at her aunt's. And I'm like, as soon as she gets too much food, her anal glands are an issue. Isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. And it, well, what's fascinating is that, that you don't know you're overfeeding your dog. How can you not know this? How can you not see it? Well, and she was fat. She's still a little <laughs> fat. But now, now we are on Frozen Raw. You're Frozen Raw, Raw Dog Food and Company. And she eats oh, twice you. a day. And she has some single ingredient treats that she doesn't get very often. And we're rocking and rolling. Oh, and actually, good. Her, her, she doesn't come in as often. She's not as inflamed. All of it. So. Nice. Yes, it, but you know, like you point out in your emails, it all works together, right? The body, the body really mm -hmm. does work together. Although sometimes I'm thinking that the head is not attached to the body, but um, people or dogs <laughs> or, or all just of it. People, dogs are not crazy. <laughs> oh, okay, well, dogs are. Crazy. Well, they live with those crazy people. <laughs> we, we, we've, mm, mm. Anyway, sorry, folks. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the PNS. PNS yes. stands for the peripheral. No. Peripheral. peripheral. Oh, it does. Mm -hmm. Peripheral. Yeah. Uh, that's Nervous a hard system. word. That's a mm -hmm. hard word. Per yeah. Now, peripheral would, would suggest that I can see it. What is peripheral? What does that word it mean? It means um, out the side. So you're, yes, out the side. So your limbs, right? Okay. okay. So your central nervous system is your brain and your spinal cord. Everything outside of that in the body is considered peripheral. It's on the outside. It's on the, you know, lateral. It's not in the central nervous system. And so the peripheral does a lot. Um, and so, yeah, you can see it. That's where you see your limping. That's where you see the knuckling in the rear when yeah. your vet uses that global term that is one of my favorites. They're neurologic. Well, <laughs> thanks. It, it, it is a neurological being. Yes. I, I, you know, now that knuckling in the rear you know what i'm talking about right oh yeah um, asta does it right absolutely she does right now yeah now, and i would yeah. not consider her neurologic your your vet might she's super weak yeah and so that transmission getting down to that foot to get it flipped is diminished so is it neurologic yeah but it probably has more to do with weakness than an actual um infarct or an actual injury or an actual neurological disorder that's causing it. Other dogs, it is. It's it related to maybe a nerve compression, a disc um, injury of sorts, um, you know, and that can just come from a tight muscle sitting on the nerve. But a lot of our senior dogs do a lot of this knuckling um, and it's, it's borderline. Is there an actual nervous system injury that we need to deal with or are they just super weak? And it might be a little bit of both. Um, great thing. They'll come in knuckling. Yeah. And they will leave doing less of it generally with a chiropractic adjustment. That is how much we do affect the nervous system with an adjustment. Um, it's amazing because most, most vets see it and they're like, oh, that's just what they're going to be doing. It's just going to get worse. I'm like, no, we can change that. We actually can change it quite dynamically.
Well, that would be like saying a human being could never get better if they go to the chiropractor. That doesn't make any sense. We all know that that's nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And and then there are true injuries that, yes, you know, we're, we're not going to change. But right. most times, if we get them adjusted, a lot of times, one one of the rear legs will be knuckling more than the other. And that usually has more to do with the pelvic rotation. And so we fix that. We balance that out. That makes a huge change. We do, you know, few handful adjustments. And then we started with some exercises, those proprioception exercises, right? Which plays into nervous system health. Um, We can change a lot of things, even with the senior guys. That doesn't require a lot more walking or require a lot more physical activity, which they can't do. Right. You know, at a certain age, you just, you just can't do more physical movement, but we can stand on a couch cushion and, and rock the rear and fire muscles that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's so important. Um, and now the one thing that we do with Asta is we do put those boots. So if you're, if you're having some knuckling, right, you want to take a look at that foot because especially if they're, you know, well on any surface, unless it's like grass, they're right. they're going to be dragging that foot and um, injuring their nail, right? You're going to see some bleeding or something like that. So I would put a booty on them, and um, they have the we we get you know a long time ago I remember thinking somebody needs to come up with these boots to keep dogs' feet from being scorched on hot pavement, and they do have those, so they're not as thick as some other booties. But we found out that in a short amount of time, um, she was going to, you know, drag a hole in those booties. So yeah. s- those thicker ones, and it causes her to have to pick up her foot or she trips. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of, you know, a little bit of rehab PT exercise, proprioception to put those booties on those dogs because yeah. now they have something on them and then they purposely pick up and, and place. Um, so there are some dogs that clients of mine that are truly neurologic. There was an issue and I'm like, put a booty on that back leg. And they're like, why? Because, and it brings all that information into that foot and that body's paying attention and they're picking it up and they're using those muscles differently and easy peasy to do at home. Plus like you'll see me in most of the visits, depending on what the history is, I'm looking at nails. I'm looking at, are they dragging? Are they starting to wear? What is the wear pattern on these nails? Are they super long? Folks, trim your dog's nails or take them somewhere. Um, It's important. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I will look at them. So yes, there's little balloon things you can put on to protect them. There's the lightweight booties. There's heavy booties. I had one client, they just stuck a hunk of duct tape when they they went for walks. Because that's what... How do you get that off without pulling their daggum yeah. hair out? Come on now. Yeah. yeah, there was some hair, but there wasn't, she didn't have much and she was wearing it down so much, but that worked really well. Uh, or put a little gob on if they're big enough nails, just on the nail that's wearing down, you know, get creative folks. But yeah, yeah they will drag them and they will bleed. Um, and then they're not going to want to walk after that. Yeah. So you got to, you got to, you got to, got to watch those dogs. Now, do mm-hmm. we see senior dogs, Andy, that get all the way up into, let's say like Asta 15, 16, these bigger dogs that don't knuckle? Can they make oh, it? Yeah. 
they can Absolutely. make it. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jax was 13 and a half. He was 80 pounds in his prime. He was 75 when he passed and he never knuckled. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I, I do meet them. Um, and is there a rhyme or reason to who knuckles and who doesn't? I haven't figured out. And then there's the sinking, the big dogs that just sink. Have you seen that? Like, I know a lot of Danes that do this. Um, they'll be eating. And so they're focused on something else in the back end. It's just slowly sinking. I don't know. Does Asta <laughs> do that? She does. Yeah. She will. That one, I have, I have not been able to really effect with chiropractic. I don't know why they do that. It doesn't seem to bother them. I don't even know if they know that they're sinking in the rear. Um, so I don't have any information on that one. I come across it. I'll let y'all know, but that one's interesting. That usually goes along with the knuckling and dragging in the rear. It's just the rear gets so, so weak. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. Have you, do you have clients that have been with you for like the entire life of the pet, like 15 years? Yep. 10, 10 years. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Well, I was just talking about that with, with Rick. I said, you know, Dr. Andy's got her packages available, right? Yes. Your packages are available. And I said, I'm wondering if I shouldn't buy a pack for Lazzie, who will be five right next Mm -hmm. well this month uh in about two weeks she's going to be five um and i said because you know asta has done so great but we didn't start coming to you until asta started having issues but what if we go to a chiropractor when there aren't any issues yep you know yeah yeah there you know no guarantees in life but the, the one that pops into my head is i've had families with me all 20 years And so maybe I saw their first dog when they were eight and they passed, you know, and we just kind of, you know, go to the next dog, go to the next dog. Um, But one in particular, her name is Oakley. She's an Aussie. I saw her at nine weeks and she is now 12 or 13. And I saw her every probably couple months, her entire life. Wow. Um, And she's still, she's definitely slowing down a little bit, but she's still, kicking butt and playing with her puppy brother who started when he showed up at, I think he came a little later. I think he was 12 or 13 weeks. Um, and now he's so many months old. Um, and the ones that I get to see right off the bat, that's so much, it's almost like I show up and then they're like, Oh, we do this. And then they just get on the table. Oh, we do this. You're here. Right. <laughs> here. We do this. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I just think that you know, it, that, that is chiropractic work for dogs is, is right in line with the whole, uh, holistic approach of keeping them healthy. And, and like, you're talking about the nervous system, everything that you do affects the nervous system. And all of these problems that we see come from the nervous system, nervous system. Uh, yes, everything is innervated. So I was talking to a fellow chiropractor years ago, and I always, joke, but I'm serious that if chiropractors would stop all the infighting between ourselves, because there's a lot, this technique's better than this technique. And this is and like, oh gosh, if we just got together and did what the dental industry set did come in twice a year, no matter what, get your nervous system um, tuned up. 
It's all we would need to advertise to people. Twice a year, we would change the world, right? Because, oh yeah, you can get a tooth implanted. You can get another tooth. You ain't getting another nervous system. Right. You blow out a nerve, it, it, nerves regrow at such a small rate that they essentially don't heal. Mm. Right. That innervation to the, goes to the liver. It goes to the pancreas. It goes to, I was talking to a client. She brings in her dog, but she was talking about her sick cat. And she had this, this cat had pancreatitis, this and this, it's called a try something in a cat. I don't know. I, again, should have written that down, but I'm like, that sounds like a nervous system problem when you have multi organs that are not functioning. And she's like, oh yeah, this cat, he, he might've been hit by car before we got him. He doesn't walk well. He doesn't jump well. I'm like, that sounds like it's a nervous system. That's not innervating all these organs like it should. So they're struggling. And did she come in? Oh, I see the dog. I don't see the kitty. The kitty's not up for that. Do you see cats? I do not. They seem like it would be very hard to adjust a cat. Um, kitties. I mean, obviously I, I do adjust my own cats um, and they're fine with it. But they, again, they showed up at weeks old and that's what we do. Um, but no, I don't see kitties. It, it just tends to be Rare. Mm-hmm, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know. I mean, because you can't muzzle a cat. Can you? Can you muzzle a cat? that's fine but then you have four paws of death still (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got you got you got sharp objects coming from all directions i know (laughs) and you know they seem like they're the ones that really do need it because they jump and they so uh sheba our cat that was 21 when she passed in our house in dallas so you know here's this balcony and she's walking uh, on the railing right and it's like you know it's super high the, the, you know how they do the houses in dallas mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. high up there she lost her footing she hits a table as she's coming down right mm-hmm. and and i had this obelisk that was like pointed i i mean i am so shocked that she missed that and did not you know impale herself but then she just gets up and starts walking and you're like i know you're not fine like you're saying right. about when a, right. when a dog fine, gets hit but... by a car. Mm-hmm. And yet, yeah. and yet, you know, how do you catch them and adjust yeah. them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I just remember, I was like, what the heck was that? That was Sheba. She just fell. We, we moved here in 92 and we stayed one night at the embassy suites and my cat got into the side of the room that had the window Uh-oh. and no screen. He went out nine stories, <gasps> landed in a bush, and lived to tell the tale. Oh my gosh! He he ended up on quite a bit of pain meds because I didn't know about chiropractic or acupuncture or I mean he was still eating kibbles and bits and you know he was in terrible health. Um, and he ended up on a lot of pain meds. I think he only lived to maybe twelve. He he he. It really impacted him later in life. I think he was like four or five when he did that, but he landed in this bush and he did not move. And my parents went to closing. We had to leave. Like I am, this is my first night here. I am in tears. Like this is awful. And my dad's like, okay, let's go one more time. Let's see where our room was. And he found him under in that bush. He didn't move all day. Wow. So how did you guys know he went out the window? Cause they tore that hotel apart. 
they this they that hotel was amazing like they were checking air vents they were like care in this place trying to find him and then even though he was not supposed to get into that side of the room and there's no let no ledge so he probably jumped up to sea and just went Fump. oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah he was pretty crippled up so many years later because we thought he was fine <laughs> right he was not fine you know, I always worry about that. People hike with their dogs here in Colorado. They hike a lot. They go up the 14ers mm-hmm. and you'll uh-huh. even see the dachshunds and all that kind of stuff go up there. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, you know, my husband sometimes just says I worry too much, but I, but I, but I have this, you know, vision that something, a chipmunk or something uh, goes and then they run after it and they go off the side mm-hmm. and it's just like they're gone. And it, you know, they drop and, uh, you, you know, you live out here, you can go yeah. along a, a trail and all of a sudden you, the side of it, you just boom. Yep. It's just gone. Well, people do it too. They just fall off. Or somebody pushes them. Well, I wasn't <laughs> going to go there, but yes. Right. Oh, they slipped. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. I think that sometimes or the yeah. dogs, we, we, we hear stories. There's always a handful every season. The dog runs off and so many days later they find it. Right. Yeah. I just don't like See, that. I worry I, too much. Mine are always on leash. Yeah. I also don't have those that have great recall and my Doberman's personality disorder with other dogs. So they're always leashed up, but I'm that person that worries. I'm that person that there's a puppy out on a walk or they're running. And I could tell this is a young dog. I'm like, ah, don't do that to the joints. <laughs> right. Like, so yeah, I, I, there's a reason I didn't have human children. Cause my OCD kicks in. You, you should see how neurotic I get with my puppies. I want to talk just a second about this new community that you have. It is called mm-hmm. uh, Mighty Networks, but what is the community actually called? Is it called Animal Magic Community? Okay, but it's on the platform of Mighty Networks. Okay, and we are taking a look at that right now too. It's really kind of cool. So it's um, it's a it's a it's a world. It's the it's a world. Yeah, it's a it's a new world. It's Animal Magic's world that you can go inside and you can do things in there. So let's talk a little bit about it. You have to get over to animalmagiccare.com to even get into Mighty Networks to get that link, okay? Right. And maybe you're posting it out there on some of your social networks too. Yes, but we know how much the social networks love it when we advertise people going somewhere else. Right? They probably just say, delete. <laughs> right. So Facebook isn't going to show that to anybody, which is partly why we were looking for something else. Um, it was getting very frustrating to post on that platform and it would show it to 10 people of my couple thousand that, you know, right? it could show it too. Right. And so it's very frustrating. This, this platform, they don't censor anything. There's no algorithms. When you get in there and you scroll in the feed and it looks very similar to Facebook. So don't be scared folks. Um, and you can comment and post and like things like Facebook, but you get to see it all if you choose to see it all. Um, and I really like that. Um, and I really wanted something that, Maybe there's some more stuff we'd like to say that Facebook would not agree with or Instagram or I never figured out how to use Instagram very well, folks. That's more my issue with IG than anything else. Uh, but we can put up 
courses. We can have different areas for different groups if there's a specific topic people. But I really want to bring everybody's experience together. Like what, you know, you do what you do with your dogs and what have you gone through with yours and, and helping everybody in, in a community. Yeah. And it's just nice because you can do live streaming in there. You can do, mm-hmm. um, like you said, yeah. courses, different events, things like that. Um, so that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But in order to enter, you got to get over to Dr. Andy's, um, website, animalmagiccare.com. Yeah. And it has that really cute Sabrina, the good witch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a logo. I think that's so cute. I think it's adorable. It was because again, we're experienced. I was going more with like the bewitched, but yeah, Sabrina. Oh, bewitched. But, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But a little bit of magic, right? The ma- animal magic. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 it's magic. <laughs> you know. Okay. Totally I won't sing, folks. You're, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> All right. Do all the singing. Uh, Yeah. My singing days are done. I can't really sing anymore. I loved it when I was doing it, but yeah, can't do it too much anymore. Um, All right. So get over to animalmagiccare.com and look at the mighty, 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 mighty networks, mighty networks. More to come on that. Hey, you guys, don't forget. We have the cancer webinar part two coming up. Oh yes. I I, I did want to ask you about that actually. Yes. Yes. Part, Part two is coming up. This Thursday, September seventh, the seventh, yeah, September seventh yes. okay. will be six p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. We do have part one up uh, on the website, and it is a downloadable program now, so you will get the entire video and audio uh, on the website. It's Cancer Webinar Series uh, Part One, Part Two coming up, and then we'll have Part Three the following week, and then those will live on the site where people that have cancer can come and uh, take advantage of those. So that's, that's very cool. You know, there's so much cancer out there, Dr. Andy, and uh, we we've got to stop poisoning our dogs. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. Remember if you have somebody that has some issues with uh, their dogs, right? They're always itching. They're on a lot of medications. Maybe they're fat. Um, Maybe they're limping. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were hit by a car and they're not really fine. Um, They're not really fine. Unless, unless they've been going to a chiropractor and they've been getting adjusted and things like that. But this is a real easy way to introduce people to better health for their pets. Nothing is as powerful as your own uh, pet looking fabulous, feeling fabulous. Right. And then you can say, here's what I found once I got off the sphincter food. And once I stopped listening to the PSOS, certified uh, PSOS. Individuals. Individuals. I always think, I'm looking forward to the, for the time when I can actually ask that question. I'm sorry. uh, When they say raw food kills dog. Are you PSOS certified? I'm sorry. What is that? Pull stuff out of your sphincter. (laughs) I'm sure I'll get kicked out for that, but that's fine. I think that'd be hilarious. You're not going to end up in those offices anyway. I know I'm never in there, but I'm never in there either. So I think we have to rely on your listeners to start (laughs) stepping up and educating their vets. Right. Should we make t-shirts that say PSOS certified? Are you PSOS certified? 
I think that's just, I love that word sphincter. I think it's the funniest I, word. I know you do enjoy that. <laughs> I, enjoy it. I don't think about it much except when I'm talking to Dee Dee. So that's <laughs> her word. <laughs> All right, everybody, get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. All right. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Ha <laughs> ha